Many districts use interim assessments to get a sense of how students are doing academically. Most interim assessments are normative by design, meaning it compares one student's score with all the other scores in the nation, and then sets growth targets or expectations based on that comparison. But what if I told you that for most students, peer-based growth targets will never be enough to reach grade-level proficiency? In fact, many students reach these targets annually and fall further behind. A criterion reference assessment like iReady is based on grade-level standards. The iReady assessment will set a growth target that's based on the high expectation that all students, regardless of where they start, can and should reach grade level. That, my friends, is stretch growth. And this podcast is dedicated to learning from and celebrating those educators who empower their students to reach their stretch growth targets. Welcome to Stretch Growth Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Ty Holmes. Today, I'm speaking with Suzanne Pettifer. Suzanne has worked as a teacher and an administrator in the Greece Central School District since 1990, most recently as the executive director of curriculum and instruction. In her tenure, Suzanne has been an elementary teacher, a reading specialist, a reading recovery teacher, and an administrator. I had the good fortune of sharing the stage with Suzanne at a symposium in New York. Hello, Suzanne. It's great to see you again. Hi. Nice to be here and see you, too. Well, thanks for being with us. So for our listeners, whereabouts is the Greece School District? And give us one thing you love about it. Okay. We are located up on Lake Ontario, right in Rochester, New York, right outside of Rochester, New York, between Buffalo and Syracuse. And uh, one thing I love about being up by the lake is the weather in the summer. It's wonderful. There's a lot of opportunities for boating and walking down the beach and the pier and getting ice cream and just enjoying the family with uh, all the local things that there are to do in our area. So I think we're really lucky to live where we live. Oh, that's that's awesome. That sounds wonderful. So for our listeners, stretch growth targets, they're individualized, empirically derived, and they're designed to put students on a path to grade level proficiency. To put it plainly, stretch growth targets are ambitious. Not all students reach their stretch growth targets, but there were a number of students in your district who did. So Suzanne, tell us, were there specific teacher moves? and specific administrator moves that helped those students reach their stretch growth targets? Yeah, sure. One of the things I would say is that we had a one school in particular I'll, I'll go to um, that had a plan in place. So they were a school that was identified by the state, actually, uh, needing to get scores up. And uh, the administrator that came in decided that the staff was going to uh, use iReady as one of those ways to measure they're also a leader in me school. And so they started to set some goals for students and be really transparent with students about the goals that they had for them. And the kids got excited. They did some incentivizing. One of our other schools uh, did a popcorn party for kids who, you know, made their goal mid-year. So I think we try to make it fun. I just was in student interviews, actually, at one of our K-2 buildings, and they had a pizza party. In the month of March, they had a hundred kids reach 
a hundred lessons that they scored a hundred percent in one classroom. So wow. they pitched this ambitious goal and they made it, made a huge pizza party at the end. And the kids were ecstatic to be able to share that with me when I was there the other day. So I think we're doing a variety of things to help um, our kids understand uh, what it is to meet that goal. And then I think our administrators, it's really having those conversations with teachers to encourage them and uh, support them and consistently check in with them to see what they can do, what structures they can put in place to uh, help the teachers be successful as well. Oh, that's incredible. That is incredible. I mean, a hundred students, a hundred percent on their lessons. That is fantastic. And speaking about conversations that administrators are having with teachers, talk to us about your district's adoption of data chats. Like how long did it take for your district to fully embrace the power of data chats? How did you roll it out and how did you get buy-in? Yeah. So we started actually at our elementary level, and that's really where we're seeing the most use and uh, the biggest gains. And we have 11 elementary schools in our district, so it's quite large. And it's really been a slow roll for some, and some like jumped right in and um, just got started. It really just depended on the principal, their comfort level using the system. Um, I'll say when we rolled it out initially from a district perspective, we had contracts with the principals so that they knew what we expected. And then we would come and do walkthroughs three times a year with the principal and some lead teachers just to see how it was going, see what supports they could have from district office. Um, And several principals that were successful early on um, implemented a monthly meeting with their teachers. They would just have Mm -hmm. teachers come in one on one. They'd pull up the dashboard, they'd look at lessons that were being completed, they would look at the data for their students, they would use it and compare it to other data points that we had in the classroom and in other systems that we use, and just have the conversation about what other supports might they need or might their students need um, to be successful. So I would say in those places, um, you know, it went faster. Um, and I would say as, you know, leadership changes in places, you know, things ebb and flow. But we also as a district have also created these what I need blocks, these wind blocks. Hmm. And I'll say something that didn't work was just setting an expectation for time on task. So uh, if we just said, you know, kids need to have 45 minutes a week. So then these poor kids are just on there dying. Um, some of them domains are turned off and teachers weren't really monitoring So we really, it was the coaching and going in and really having those conversations and helping people notice too, that it wasn't just about 45 minutes, but it was really about looking at what kids were doing and helping the kids understand the importance of, you know, passing their lessons too. I love that. And thank you. And I think our listeners will really benefit from that, Suzanne. I'm hearing, you know, month, I'm hearing you say monthly meetings where, you know, administrators are talking to educators one-on-one about data, but positioning that conversation as let's look at the data and let's find, you know, the additional support that either you or your certain students might need. And then utilizing that data to have conversation about like actually having students engage in a lesson with fidelity, not just, you know, passing time, but actually trying to pass. And I, I have to imagine that 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 tied to that great celebration of a hundred students and, you know, with those lessons and a hundred percent scores, that's really, really incredible. So in, in closing, Suzanne, what, you know, advice would you offer to, to teachers or leaders who are listening who are hoping to replicate your success? 
Yeah, I would say really it's got to be teamwork. It can't be just saddled on one component of your system. I think it really has to be a systems-wide approach where the district really supports administrators, administrators then support the teachers and they support the students. Another piece of advice I would give is celebrate the nonsense out of every success, uh, no matter how small, because people at this point in time are a little burnout and it's great to have those times to talk um, and have celebrations. And the other thing I would say is like, talk to the kids and see how Mm -hmm. the kids are feeling about the system. We have done some uh, street level data gathering with our students in our district, just listening to them talk about their use with iReady, what they like, what they don't. And I was in a classroom with uh, 10 boys the other day having this conversation. It was awesome to hear. They've got some suggestions around, uh, they'd like additional coins. They don't like that they uh, get coins for the You know, but it's precious. Right. And they're invested in it and they have a lot to say about it. So I think when you listen to your kids too, um, to see what they're thinking about it, it'll help you navigate the level of engagement from your students. I love that. I love that. I'm hearing teamwork. I'm hearing celebrate and I'm hearing listen to those students. Well, I want to thank you so much, Suzanne, for taking the time to chat with me and to share your wisdom with all of our listeners out there. And again, just thank you for what you're doing. Keep up the good work and keep helping the students strive and achieve. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. My pleasure. My pleasure. This is it for today's episode of the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Please leave us a review where you listen to podcasts as it really helps us reach more educators like you and make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Soch and on Instagram at MyIReady. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, want to be a guest or have a question, you can email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. This is about you. We're here for you. So until next time, be you, be true, be extraordinary. The Extraordinary Educators podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates. Editing by Danielle Sullivan. Social media by At City Hannon. Guest booking by Siri Labaris. Music by Mark Bernstein. This podcast is copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associates and on Instagram at MyIReady and send your emails to extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. 